Welcome to Ulcerative Colitis Autoimmune Healing Journey. I am your journey guide, Jay India, and this is a supportive, positive environment where we can heal together. If you have not been here before, welcome. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a doctor or a medical professional or a mental health professional in any way. So if you hear something you would like to attempt in this episode, please consult your health professional. Okay, so today I am speaking off the cuff. And for the next three episodes, I'm going to do short episodes off the cuff, but with very big concepts because, okay, number one, I have eye surgery again in a few days. So I'm doing the second eye. So right now I have an eye patch on, so things are a little wonky. So I can't spend a lot of time, you know, looking at a computer and editing and all that. So that is why I'm keeping these episodes short. And then I'm going to drop those three episodes, uh, the three weeks in a row, and then I'm going to take a break to not only recover from eye surgery, but also I have to go back to writing my book. So uh, I don't know how I'm going to do all that together, recover from eye surgery and then write a book, but somehow it's going to (laughs) happen. And that will be the month of August for me into September, but we will get to that when we need to get to that. So the big news I have is that I just completed a medical intuitive course at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. It was a five-day course, and it was extremely intense, and it was taught by famous medical intuitive Tina Zion, who is phenomenal. She is a lovely human. Everyone in the class seemed to be lovely. And it was a really good week for the most part. And for the most part, I enjoyed the course. There were a couple things that personally I would have changed. We had a hodgepodge of levels and I thought it was more people coming in with an advanced level of metaphysical concepts and we had beginners and advanced. So it was some people wanted to just practice, which I wanted to do. And then some people wanted to kind of go slower and listen to other people's stories, which wasn't quite my cup of tea. But (laughs) once we got past a couple days of doing that, then it got much better. And it got to be, in my opinion, a really good course. So I'm happy I did it and I learned some concepts from this course that I want to share with you. And in tandem, I've also been reading a lot of Carolyn Mace. I'm sure you guys know who she is, especially if you are a metaphysical person. She's a huge metaphysical person. She's one of the most famous, I would say, meta people alive. Again, the name is Caroline and the last name is M-Y-S-S. So you might want to check her out. She has a wonderful book. I listen to it. I actually like listening to it on Audible called Why People Don't Heal. And I'm going to be getting into that in a later episode. So, all right. So putting all that together, I learned something interesting in the course. So first of all, I should describe what a medical intuitive is. A medical intuitive is someone who can psychically look in your body and figure out what is wrong with you. So often a medical intuitive is the last stop for the client. So the client has been to every doctor, every specialist, 
therapist, mental health professional, and they cannot find out what's wrong with them. So they have to then do this last stop of going to this medical intuitive, which is highly metaphysical. You could call it, you know, psychic, psychic medium. A lot goes into it because what you find is that when people are sick or they're not healing or whatever it is, that there is always an emotional cause behind an illness. Always, according to Tina Zion. And I believe that most of the time, I would not say it's 100% true, but I think it's basically 99% true. The medical intuitive finds this emotional cause and it could be many things. It could be, now according to Tina Zion, there are eight causes for illness. And you know, the big ones are there's something traumatic that happened in your current life. Another big one is there's something traumatic that happened in the past life that followed you into this current life. And you see that a lot with children. You'll say to yourself, why is this beautiful, innocent, incredible child have this horrible form of cancer? And a lot of times it is brought from a past life and that has to be cleared. It could be environmental, toxins. It could be a lot of reasons that the person is not healing. And also a normal, quote unquote, normal doctor cannot find it. And I'm even talking about natural doctors and Ayurvedic doctors who are phenomenal and Western doctors, everyone, and they can't find it because you have to go in and you have to pinpoint the emotion. And if a medical intuitive does this correctly, they empower the client after the session. So you don't need to keep running back to the medical intuitive and say, now I have this, now I have this, now I have this. If the medical intuitive knows what they're doing and they empower you and they're not just after money, then what they're going to do is give you the steps to healing so you know how to heal on your own. And I found that incredibly insightful because it's the same with psychics and mediums. I mean, at the end of the session with the psychic and the medium, they should give you some empowering tools or at least one because, for example, at the end of a session with a psychic, they can say to you something like, okay, well, if you want to know more about your future, maybe go into the small meditation for a medium. If you want to connect with your deceased loved one, here's a small meditation or prayer or something that you can do or when you see you know, a butterfly or a cardinal, or when you see coins, that is your connection to the loved one. So I like the idea of keeping the client empowered. So that was something that really resonated with me and something that I want to bring into my possible medical intuitive practice. And I was drawn to this because I do sense in people what is wrong and what's ailing them from more of a psychic, I guess, reasoning, you could say. Saying all this, Tina Zion told us that she had lost seven psychic medium friends in five months at Lilydale. Now, for those of you that don't know what Lilydale is, Lilydale is the psychic medium community 
up in New York. It's near Buffalo. And psychics and mediums live there and they give all types of readings and messages and they have all types of circles. It is a very metaphysical place. You can go up there. You can get all sorts of you know, workshops and readings and, and the whole thing. And she said the reason that so many of these psychics and mediums have died so quickly and again, so many of them is because they are not protecting themselves when they do sessions. So when you do a session as a psychic, as a medium, as a medical intuitive, and you look into other people's crap and some of that crap and emotional crap, no offense guys, but I don't know how else to put it, is really dark. You know, it's really dark and you are absorbing that and you should not be absorbing that. And a lot of them are not taught. And in Reiki, a lot of people are not taught to have clearing practices. So you do all this energy work, you're taking in all this dark energy and then you're not clearing it. You're not clearing it after the session. You're not clearing it, you know, maybe after a day of doing sessions and that is not good. That means that energy is sticking with you, keeping with you. It is running through you and you are absorbing it into your cells and DNA. Now, I want you to think about your own life and what you do for a living. Many of you are light workers. Many of you. You've reached out to me, your social workers, your teachers, you are hairdressers, you are nurses. Think about how much of other people's emotional traumas you absorb in a day. Think about that. Okay? You probably do and you don't realize it. I think about something like a hairstylist who touches people's hair. And in certain cultures, hair is everything. Hair is the tentacles to the soul. And if they're having a bad day or they have a negative entity attached to them, you could be absorbing that. And that's really scary. If you're someone that's just had a rough day, let's say you're a customer service rep and you're speaking to people on the phone, online, all day long, and people crap all over you, you know, oh man, why am I not getting my package? And they're screaming at you and they're taking it out on you. That energy is coming to you and you need to clear it. We all need to clear this energy. Now, I'm not saying if you have a great day that you need to clear energy, but definitely if you're in one of these light worker professions, you do. And this is something that, again, is not taught. So I want to talk about it a little bit today of how we do that. One way you can do that is through incorporating a uniform uh, my friend, hopefully she's coming on this podcast, <laughs> Jenny Chaparelli. She's amazing. She is a spiritual massage therapist. She is unbelievable. She changed my life. She's located in Pennsylvania. She believes in wearing scrubs. And then when she's done with wearing scrubs, she puts them in the hamper and then she you know, washes them for the week. But she does not go out to dinner wearing that uniform of scrubs or run errands or whatever. That is one way to clear your energy for the day. If you're a teacher and you're wearing this very nice, I don't know, business outfit or business casual, whatever you want to call it as a teacher, think about 
when you go home for the day, taking it off, cleaning it, doing whatever you have to do, clear the energy and putting on something else at home. Because I think transferring that energy in that way and then putting effort into clearing that energy is a good way through uniform. Also, you can incorporate a practice where you clear the energy. Now, some people do a meditation and it's very quick, you guys, where they clear that energy. Some people do the idea of powering up, which we were taught in class and I had heard of it before. Tina Zion's exercise is you take all the colors of the chakra and you start from your feet and go to the crown of your head and you quickly power up with each of them. So you're going through, you know, red, the color red first, right, which is the root chakra. And then you're going up orange through the sacral and then you're going up solar with yellow. So that thing, you follow the chakra colors of the rainbow and you clear yourself that way. It's called powering up. You can do that and you really want to feel it all over your body. You want to feel that color from your toes all the way to the crown and you want to make sure you do your backside as well. So when I do it, I imagine that the colors are running not only on my front side, but on my backside. And then you finally end with that beautiful violet, white, purple light and you're cleared. And then as an extra step, I take, and so does Tina Zion. Some people take yellow, some people take white, some people take a combination. She says to take golden. I I like the idea of taking golden because it takes back your power. Because remember, I have to do an episode on chakras, but chakras are the seven or people say more, some people say eight, some people say there's way more chakras than that. But let's just say the seven energy centers of the body. They believe this in ancient Hinduism. And so you can just look up chakras. It's C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And chakras have a lot to do with healing. They have a lot to do with being a medical intuitive. So there's something called the solar plexus chakra, which is located in your stomach. And they believe that one of the emotional causes, or I should say the main emotional cause of people having stomach issues is loss of power because solar plexus represents power or manipura, which is a Sanskrit word, I believe. I've just learned it from yoga, but that manipura is taken away through trauma most of the time, through abuse, through any type of trauma you've endured. So you always want to restore that manipura and that power, which is in, again, your stomach, in your solar plexus, right? Imagine you get punched in the stomach. That's your solar plexus. You want to restore that at the end of the day. So a nice golden light, I envision it pouring down from the crown of my head all over my body. So I am restoring my own power. Also what people do, and this is the absolute best thing you can do, And I kind of reverse the order here, so I apologize. Once you are done with your day, before you do the power up, before you do the take off the scrubs or whatever uniform you're wearing, and by the way, after you take off the scrubs and do all that, wash your hands. Make sure you wash your hands. Whenever I come home, even if I'm outside in my cow pastures, I mean, even if I'm not touching anything, for some reason, I have this instinct to wash my hands. So that's a good clearing too, is washing your hands. 
Before you do all that, you can create what Tina Zion calls a filter. And what you do is you imagine that there's a filter between you and your client, you and the day, you and everything negative that happened that day. I'm going to kind of combine her techniques here. Imagine I am a hairstylist and I just had a bad day. Clients were coming in. They were bitching nonstop. Uh, I had one client I couldn't please. I felt another client with just some type of negative dark energy. It was just a day. And I want to clear that all out. What I would imagine is there is a filter, and you can imagine plexiglass, whatever you want, between you and the clients. So imagine I'm standing on the dirty side of the filter with the clients. Okay, so we're all standing together. I'm standing within the negativity of that day, right? So imagine that filter and I'm standing there. What you want to do is you want to pull yourself through the filter and leave everything on the filter. So the filter stays dirty and you are pulling yourself through it, almost like a stretchy saran wrap. I guess it's the best way to put it, a stretchy rubber. And when you come through the filter and it's just you, it's coming out clear and you come on the other side clear. That is a quick, easy way. And once you are on the other side, you can either do that power up exercise or you can just do a simple white and yellow light and just quickly put it on your body. But anything dirty, negative stays on the other side of the filter. You are now clean. So when you're looking at the filter, you see on the other side, it is dirty. It is gross. It's all black. I'm looking at my filter right now and I'm imagining it and it's all black and dirty and stained and everything. And I am crystal clear. That is an amazing way to clear energy for the day. And you can do it quickly, you guys. I hate when people are like, oh man, you need to do this, you need to do this. And then it's an hour later. And I remember when I was starting to do metaphysical exercises and it took me at one point almost two hours to get out of bed because I was doing all these meditations. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who has time for this? I'm human, you know? So what I want you to do is practice and you will learn to do things very quickly. When I pull myself through the filter, that's maybe 10 seconds. And to put that white and yellow light on me, it's maybe three seconds. So I'm talking 15 seconds of your day to make sure you're clearing other people's energy. And why it's so important is we have UC. We don't need to take on anyone else's garbage. We don't. We need to start clearing that energy so we can heal ourselves, right? Because that's the goal of this whole podcast. That's the goal of why we're a community is we want to heal ourselves. And if you keep putting yourself through that filter, I will tell you right now, because I practice this in different ways, but I I really love the idea of the filter. You will start feeling much better. And especially if you have a situation where you go to, let's say a family gathering, there's a lot of negative people there and you have to go because your daughter is best friends with her cousin and she's been looking forward to this for two weeks. So you have to go. As a parent, you have to suck it up. You have to go. What I want you to do before you go to something like that, power up. So you're only getting the positive energy 
wear some type of uniform to that event. Make sure when you come home, you take it off, you put it in the washing machine, you wash it. I mean, you don't have to wash things that day, but you know, just put it in the laundry basket, whatever. And then when you get home or when you're driving home and obviously you want to keep your eyes on the road and keep focused, do that filter. So none of that negativity comes back with you. And I'm telling you, it's going to help you so much. And I'm going to start doing this daily. I do it sometimes. And I used to do it all the time when I was a corporate flight attendant. If I had a negative passenger or if I had a bad trip or a bad flight, I would do that. But we as people who a lot of us are empaths, a lot of us absorb everything and we need to start doing this. You'll find that a lot of healers, a lot of psychics, mediums, medical intuitives, what have you, when they work in these spaces, they have a lot of autoimmune. Because again, they're constantly absorbing that energy of a sick person. So just make sure that you're not doing that. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself make sure you're clearing. So again, I just want to go through the steps. Uh, Let's say you're, I'm just going to use a job again for an example. So you're done with your job for the day. What you want to do is put yourself through that filter quickly. If you can take off your uniform, wash your hands and power up. And again, these things don't take long and you can do them in any order you want. If it were me, I would say do the filter first at the end of the day. So now you're now squeaky clean. I always say that this is going to be a short episode and now we're on 24 minutes. So it's, it's not short. I said I was going to keep it short, but I'm not going to keep it short because I had so much to say. I hope that helped you today because that really resonated with me as a person with UC, as a person who does and has that empathic ability and is a big empath to absorb other people's energy. We want to keep everything clear. We want to keep our guts clear. We want to keep our minds clear. We want to keep our colons clear. We don't want to take on anyone else's shit, literally, right? Because they say that when people have problems with the colon, the emotional cause is holding on to our own crap. That's exactly what she said in class. We hold on to our own crap, and I certainly have. Just something to think about, and we are going to move on to, let's see, next week will be victimization, which will be a very interesting topic, and the week after that is how we can use power and power words and get our power back. Please check out the show notes to support this podcast. You can do a variety of things. You can buy my book. You can donate. You can buy my meditations. And you can also, this helps so much, guys, give me a five-star review wherever you listen. And in my household, when we have this perfect poo, it's just amazing. You turn around on the toilet and you say, wow, it slides out of your body It's perfectly colored. It has no blood, no mucus. That is what we call a green heart. I wish everyone a green heart day.